Hi everyone, I'm Lily. And I'm Anna, and welcome back to At Home With Lily and Anna. A podcast where we catch up every week from our homes in London and Brighton. The podcast is split into two parts. First we talk through our top five of the week, and then in part two we answer your questions and discuss a particular topic gathered from the At Home With Facebook group. And in today's episode, we're talking all things TMI beauty, from hair removal to periods and Botox. Ooh, juicy. It is going to be a juicy one. Lily, how you feeling? How you doing? I'm good. I feel like it's been a while because we did the podcast with the boys, which by the way, thank you guys so much for all your (laughs) feedback on. That was so fun to record. I loved it. I love that you guys loved it as well. I was chatting to Lily before we started recording and Mark last night was listening to his podcast debut um he was like laughing I was like what, what are you listening to he's like I'm just listening to uh me and Rich on the podcast <laughs> we'll have to get them back on Rich said he really Definitely. enjoyed it as well it was so cute oh, um also so fun. I've been enjoying our playlist from oh, two episodes back me too I want to know have you enjoyed any of my picks that you didn't already know um I'm enjoying the Bugsy Malone tomorrow pick because yes. I can't remember what song it's after but it's after a song that I play quite often on the playlist and so it's the one that comes next and I'm like oh I do like this song maybe I do like musicals that's so funny you need to listen to the hairspray one as well I think you'd really like that one no it's good it's good definitely check out that episode if you missed it because it was just yeah but there you go we've had some cracking episodes and hopefully this will be another another good one mm-hmm it's nice to be back in our usual Monday morning catch up. Yeah. Although it's not it's not normal for me. Can I start with my peak of the week? Yeah. Okay, guys. I'm not at home at my parents' house. So and that intro was a lie. It, You're not yeah, in Brighton. I'm not in Brighton, but also I'm not in our future home. So don't get too excited because that <laughs> has not happened yet. I'm coming to you from Frome or Froom. I don't know how you say it. I think it's Froom actually. Mm, Froom. Sure. I'm coming to you from Froom. Mark and I are in an Airbnb for a couple of days and it's lovely. It's a nice little oh. getaway. It's so cute. This place is so cute. So nice. So I will nice act- to just get away and stay in another home. Yeah, it's a little home from home. I will actually link the Airbnb up in the like show notes because we won't be here by then. So, you know, safety, bah, who cares? Um, <laughs> no, it's a really, really nice place. It's like right in the center of town, um, but it's not like super noisy or anything. And yeah, it's just like such a nice place to have a little wander around and we look forward to exploring. It's been so nice to cook in the kitchen, like just the two of us who cooked some ridiculous food. And yeah, I read like 50% of a book yesterday. It was great. Oh, I love that. So what did you do, like a little food shop? We did a little food shop before we came. Yeah. It feels, yeah, it's been, it's been really nice just to have a bit of like a timeout. So that is my peak of the week. What about you, Lily? Nice. I've had a busy, intense week. Like yeah. physically, I like had my teeth done. I had veneers. I had moles removed and I've got stitches all over me. Like it's been quite intense, I yeah. have to say. But um, also a good, like some nice things. Like I had a really nice day yesterday. But my peak of the week, my one pick has to be taking Grey to her <laughs> ballet trial. Oh, I, <laughs> I couldn't with this. I couldn't. <laughs> My mum hopefully is going to start taking her every week, but I wanted to take her to like the first one to see um, what it's all about. (laughs) Oh my God. I I mean, I just didn't know what to expect. I've obviously never taken a little girl to a ballet class before. She's only one and a half. I was like, what is this going to be like? I thought she's going to, everyone has been there for weeks. We couldn't go. So this is like, she's the new one. 
I was like, maybe she might be a bit shy. Like she might sit on my lap and watch and she won't want to join in. Oh my God, <laughs> where does this girl come from? She walks in like she owns the place and she just stands in the middle of the circle and is like, I'm here. Like I'm ready. She loved the fancy dress. Like she was like paying no attention to the teacher and like ruining all the demonstrations. Um, loving life. Oh, She's so funny. I love when she had her little wings on and she was just walking around in a circle. She was trying to, she was trying to like see what was on her back. So she was just spinning around like a dog chasing its tail. It was so funny. But she also loves spinning around, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, she does. She does love spinning around. Oh my God. Mark taught her this thing where you lie on the ground and like you put your legs in the air. And since that day when you came around, she hasn't stopped doing it. We're like, oh, she's doing the Mark thing again. A teddy bear roll. She tries so hard to do it. And she just loves like it. pops she her legs up in the Mark. air. Mark, Mark, yeah. oh, I can't. Oh my God. So yeah, she so now does that. I mean, she's she is definitely more of a ball class kind of kid, but I'm going to just like, she can have a bit of ballet in her life as well. You know, she's a performer. <laughs> she's a natural she really, born performer. She really is. She has the like gutsiness it. of Rich and the like show offness of me. <laughs> it's, it's a, a great hilarious combination. combination. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. You go next. What's your watch okay. like share repeat this week? Okay, I'm not going to pronounce this correctly, but it's a home Instagram account and it's called De Beauvoir Home. That was quite good, I think. It's amazing. They've done the most incredible renovation on this Georgian property with this insane extension out the back. And it's just the chicest thing you've ever seen. It's so nice. They did a QA and a on their Instagram stories yesterday and I was like screen grabbing everything. I was like, oh, where did they get those windows from? Screen grab. Oh, where did they get that from? Screen grab. Oh, what's the style like? Just very, like the modern house. Have you seen the modern house? Is that like ridiculous yeah. estate agent that only sells like fancy properties? The modern house. It's just very cool, very minimal. Um, and I love following home accounts because they're really good at recommending other home accounts. Mm. So you sort of, if you find one and then it's like a rabbit hole and you just go down home accounts on Instagram and I just love it. Yeah, if you're if you're into that kind of vibe, um, 100% follow. Very is that the style you think you're going to be going for? And then there was aspects that I was like, oh yeah, this is this is cool. This is the same. Some things I was like, oh no, that's, that's cool for them, but maybe not for us, but... Some things I was just like, oh yeah, this is cool. I'll put it in the show notes, like check it out. Very, very cool home account. I need to know, are you are you yay or nay in terms of paneling? Because paneling has like become this massive thing again on Instagram and stuff. And like, I know where I stand, but I have no idea Ooh, where you stand. Paneling. See, we did have paneling in the old flat. Yeah. But it was kind of, it was stuff that was there already. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not mm, sure I would. I think I'll just go for plain wall. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, unless you're in like a massive Georgian home and it's like already there and like really suits the property. It's yeah, yeah, I think it's one of those things. It's like if it if it would have been in the property anyway, we were like restoring something that was there or like painting mm. something that was there. But I feel like it's one of those things I really like now, but maybe in 10 years time, I'd be like, what have I done? I think you're like me, quite sensible and like, oh, I love this trend, but let's try and use it in a way that's like, doesn't feel trendy, that yeah. it's gonna last putting that sort of thing onto like a wardrobe that you could change the door of is very different to putting it on your wall, which would be like such a pain to yeah, rip yeah. off if you change your mind. There's ways to incorporate it that don't feel as permanent. I can't wait for you to like renovate. Like, are you going to start a separate Instagram account or are you just going to do it oh, all on no. yours? No. no. Shove it all on the one that's <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, we're so, we're so the same. Shove so it funny. on that one already. What about you? What was your watch like, Sarah Pete, Lily? 
I've got a couple of podcasts that I want to recommend. Ooh. One I've already talked about like online and I mentioned it in my favorites video. It was the off menu podcast with Claudia Winkleman as the guest. Oh, have you listened you to love, it yet? I have. You know what? We should have listened to that on the drive on the way here. That would oh have been my such God. a good thing to listen, listen to. Listen on the way back. You'd okay. be like howling. Like she is crazy. Anyway, I won't talk about it much more because I talked about it in my favorites video, but she's just hilarious. And I've never laughed so much in a podcast ever. Oh my God, you know I've met her, Lily. When? I was on her Radio 2 show with the book promo and oh. I got to meet her for like five minutes and I was such a fan. Like it was probably the crappiest interview I've ever done because I was just like, because <laughs> <laughs> she is. I've loved her since she's done like It Takes Two strictly from like years yeah. ago. Like she's just really, she just seems like a really fun person. Yeah, she's great. I love her. Um, yeah, the other podcast is Table Manners with Jessie Ware, the one where she interviews Mel C., have you heard that one? Mm-mm. I don't listen to that podcast Sorry, that drinking. often, but it's right. But when the <laughs> guest is great, um, I'm like, yeah, well up for it. So I was listening to it on a drive and I love Mel C. Like she just seems so normal and down to earth for someone who's a bloody Spice Girl. She talks quite a lot about her Spice Girls days, which is so nice to hear. And oh. she just sounds like someone I want to be mates with. Um, and it's just a really lovely listen. Oh, I love that. I love that we once heard a story about her singing... I turned to you in like a karaoke bar on a trip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? They were like, we're in a trip on like the, these people in a very different country. And she's like, I want to sing my song on karaoke. Oh my God. I love that. She's great. I once saw her bumped into her on the tube. Did you? Yeah. She just is so normal and great. I oh, really love her. A lot of love for Sporty Spice. What yeah. about Top of the Box, Lily? Give us some recommendations. Okay. My... One recommend, and I want you guys to take this recommendation so seriously. My dad is very <laughs> passionate about me. Like he's like, you have to tell everyone your age to watch this, and I'm like, I will. I promise. I'm going to tell the podcast. That's a lot of people. Yeah. If there's one thing you need to watch this week, like screw everything else. Don't watch anything else. Don't watch Bake Off. Don't watch Emily in Paris. <laughs> which one is great? Watch David Attenborough: A Life on Our Planet. It's on Netflix. Oh. Guys, this program is so important. I know you may think that you've watched documentaries before similar, but this is it. This is the one you need to watch and you need to make everyone you know watch. It's like, it feels like his final push, bless him. He's 93. I think he has a long time, actually. He looks so great. He's ridiculous. I love him. But yeah. it feels like like there isn't one word he says that's like wasted. Everything he says is so important. Um, the description of the program, I'll read that first before I kind of tell you what I think of it, is... Rainforests cleared, species lost, earth imperiled by climate change, but he knows what we must do to save the world. So it, it's a bit different to other ones he's done. Um, he kind of talks about the past and how he got into this and his history and his like life. He talks about the present and what's happening and what's going on in the planet. But then if you keep watching, you know, don't get distracted by your phone and Instagram, <laughs> keep watching till the end. And he talks about the future and it's not all doom and gloom. And he talks about what other countries are doing to save the world, to be better. And it's so interesting. And it does give you a bit of hope that actually, because I think our generation feel a bit overwhelmed with like, oh my God, the world is ending. What can we even do? And it does give some really practical hope and advice on what different countries can be doing. And I just think it's so important to watch it. Oh, that's all I, have I to know. Say on that. Okay, guys. So, like, let, don't listen to my crappy recommendations. <laughs> that is the one to listen to this week. I said, like, every Watch channel on TV should just like play it 
and that's all you can watch. Do you know what I mean? It's that important. Yeah. Like it's it's just crazy. I hope I hope everyone watches it and takes it seriously. But yeah, I'll save great. that one till we get back with my parents so we can watch it all together. And they Definitely. Can watch it too, yeah. Sure. What's yours? Oh my. Oh, don't mind. I'm going to sound so crap now. No, 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 no. Come on. Uh, okay. I'm not going to lie. Getting a bit bored of Real Housewives after season six. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's like 24 episodes in each season after 24 episodes times six. I'm getting a bit bored. I'm not crazy about the housewives that are in it now. They kind of change. So like some of them are still there and then they introduce new ones in and get rid of some ones. And yeah, season six, they've got rid of Brandy Glanville, who is like, she brings the drama. And without her, I mean, I'm not saying she's my favorite at all. She definitely is not. But without her, I don't know. It's it's lacking the drama. It's a bit boring. I don't like some of the housewives that were on it in season six. Some of it like over it. I think the time has come for me just to be like, no, okay, maybe I'll, maybe I'll just watch the most recent season, season 10, and then just be done with it. Um, so I do need to ask a very important question of what season of Below Deck should I start with? This is the yes. very important question. <laughs> I'm so excited. Was it season three? I mean- Or is it season four? You, why not? I mean, I would just say watch the whole thing because like you're gonna okay. want, I mean, you can always go back, but it does kind of, you get to know there's one girl who's in every single season she's the only one who's in the whole thing so you will get to know her if you start from season one i was just warning you that season one's a bit like "Mm, might take you a while to get into it by the time you get to season four you're like yes season four and then i think it might be six i can't remember which is another great one but try season one if you're thinking i'm not feeling this then maybe skip to four but i think try and just start from the beginning because why not then you have more to watch it's great okay Super excited about that. And also, yes. since we've been here in Froome slash Rome, um, we watched Criminal on Netflix. Oh, Have you I haven't watched, watched that. Yeah, I've seen I've seen it on Netflix, but I haven't watched it. Really short season. Season one is three episodes. Season two is four episodes. We've basically done like two seasons in, we would have done it in three days. Um, very interesting. Like, unlike anything else I've ever watched, it's just set in two rooms which is like the investigation room where they're conducting some kind of questioning of a suspect or a witness. And then the observation room where there's people who are like watching what's happening and kind of informing as you go. Um, If you're into kind of crime drama, I always call it Call of Duty, but it's not Call of Duty, it's Line of Duty, like that sort of (laughs) level of program, you will really like this. In fact, there is a a lady, I can't remember the actress's name, but she is, I was like, oh, she's a villain in Line of Duty. Like there's people like that. David Tennant plays one of the um, suspects in one of them. It's got an amazing cast. It's just really well done. It's very cool, very cool, like very amazingly directed. Um, So if you just want a binge worthy three nights, you'll love it. Okay, we need something proper to watch because we've like, I've just started Grey's Anatomy from the beginning on on Amazon Prime, <laughs> but that's more of like a filler, you know, in between like yeah. proper stuff that you're watching, like when you have nothing else to watch. So uh, we'll add that in because we haven't got yeah. anything else like serious going on. That one is proper. What about show and tell, Lily? Uh, yesterday I bought this. I'm very excited about this. Can you see? Oh, oh my God, oh my Lily. God. Oh my God. No joke that actually looked like a dildo when you just had like, <laughs> when you just had one side in. I was like, is Lily showing me a vibrator? Okay, no, 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 guys, you're gonna have to Google this because you obviously can't see. It's from a brand called Lex Pot and it's called a twist candle. 
Okay, all right. It is peach coloured. It's, a bit it's like the colour of it as well, Lily. Oh no! <laughs> Sorry, Anna, don't Sorry. ruin this for me. It doesn't look like a willy. Sorry, no, it doesn't make you see the whole thing. But I only saw half of it. Oh, anyway, there you go. I went to the inside I think it's, store. It's beautiful. Thank you. I went to the inside store in Tufnell Park, which is you and Mark would love this shop. Oh my god, it's massive. It's amazing. You'd love everything in it. Um, and I just thought this was so nice for like a centerpiece or on a console table. I mean, there's no way I'm going to burn it because it's just way too nice. But I love it. It's like a, oh, it's, too nice. it's hard to explain. It's like two long candles, but then they kind of squiggle in an S shape at the bottom so it can stand by itself and be like a double candle. Comes in a few different colors. I went for the peach. I love it. I think it's really the, random. But there's great. a lot of people I thought it's like the Instagram candle of the moment. But right. every time I see it, I'm like, oh, I want it. But you couldn't burn it. You're not allowed to burn it. Uh, yeah, I'm really no. glad you said every time you see it, you want it. I thought you were going to say every time you see it, you think of a dildo. And no, it was because like, I just saw half. It's because there was just <laughs> half of it in the frame. I promise it doesn't actually look like a dildo when you see the whole thing. No, I think it's very it's very cool, but you just can't yeah. burn it. It's too, no, it's no, too no. nice to burn. But I don't really burn. I mean, this sounds really wasteful, but I, the long candles, because they're often not like scented. And I just prefer burning like a candle like this. Yeah, like a pot. And then those candle. are more for show. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. It makes Love me laugh. When we came to this Airbnb, Mark was like, you realise there's one thing that I actually really like. I was like, what? And he's like, I like a scent. <laughs> I was like, oh, do you? He was like, it would just be nice if there was a candle in here or like a reed diffuser, just a scent. I was like, oh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I love Mark. So you guys are going to have your own signature. Yeah. So we have to Newton have a signature scent in scent your home. In the home, obviously. I was like, nice. babes, that's hilarious. That's um, so funny. What about you? I have a show and tell that you either might have already or you might like. The Glossierbalm.com in Fig. Oh, I literally have it behind me waiting to try. Oh, I, can I didn't realise it was tinted. Yeah, I didn't realise it was tinted though. It's a little bit coral tinted, but not really a lot. Like a little bit of like a ready coral tint, but not not like super tinted the smell gorgeous just like mm. love the balm.coms because they're not too glossy they're not too much like a wet lip yeah um, and I, I just love the scent oh i'm excited to try that i thought you'd like that um yeah. now let's talk food 100 percent yum lily what you got i'm going to talk about HelloFresh that i made last night me and anna both work with HelloFresh, but this is not part of the job just a little disclaimer there I don't know if you've had this one. It's the soy and honey salmon with coconut rice and mango salsa. Oh my God, I haven't, but that sounds so good. No, the reason I'm recommending <laughs> that it, so good. because unlike most, most HelloFresh recipes, it's like you kind of do need to do the HelloFresh to be able to make it. But this yeah. one is one of those ones, it's so easy that I feel like I can make it like midweek when even when we don't have it. It's literally just like the salmon itself. Normally when I make salmon, I just put a bit of like teriyaki, but mixing honey and soy together. Mm. Oh my God, perfect. So that's all it is for the salmon. Coconut rice, I'd never even thought about how to make it. Rich loves coconut rice. It's literally just water, coconut milk, and you cook the rice in that, in the saucepan. Ooh, ooh. Amazing. Yeah, okay. really changes the game there. And then like the mango salsa was just literally like mango, spring onion, a bit of like coriander if you want it. Oh, and a bit of bok choy, bok choy fried with garlic. It was so easy, but like so delicious. It felt like restaurant food. Yum. I love that when you love every <laughs> single thing. <laughs> she just said yum. <laughs> Was it 100% yum, Lily? Why do I do that every day? You do, you always say yum at the end. I love it when every single element, you're like, oh yeah, oh, coconut rice, oh, mango sauce, yeah. You're like bok choy. Like I never really know what to do with a bok choy. Yeah, exactly. Cut it up, fry it with garlic. So easy and so delicious. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it really was really good. And we eat salmon like every week. So that's just, it's it's kind of just upped our salmon game, I feel like. 
I, I love that you've gone down the healthy route because my <laughs> one this week is ultimate comfort food. Uh, wait, let me guess. No, I don't know. <laughs> fish and chips. Maybe <laughs> yeah, you know I love fish and chips. Uh, Nigel Slater. I never know how to say this word. Orchietti. Like that that type of pasta that's like an ear. Oh, like, is it round? Yeah, like round <gasps> with a dip in it. Oh my God, I haven't had that for, since I was like a kid. I used to love that pasta. It's such good pasta. I'm sorry to Italians because I'm sure I butchered that. Um, and then it's got cauliflower and cheese in it. And it's almost like a caucho e pepe, but with a different type of pasta and cauliflower in it. But you could mix the cauliflower for like broccoli or like you could add like Brussels sprouts. Like you could add mm. any type of that sort of vegetable in it. Um, and it's got, oh my God, it has so much cream so much cream. I was like, 250 mils of cream for two people. Okay. <laughs> 200 grams of Parmesan cheese for two people. 100 grams of Parmesan cheese each. Like, we grated it out. I was like, that is all for this dinner. Like, it was so rich and so heavy. Like, you really, really need a very small portion of it. And I think if I was to make it again, I would add other things to it. I'd like put in some leeks, put in some broccoli. Like, I feel like it needed a bit of greenery in it just to like freshen it up a bit. Um, it did have, it was supposed to have dill in it, but I don't like dill personally. We've learned that already. Yeah, in this dills podcast. we're not, we're not into. Um, but it was, it was just like a nice base. It was really quick and really easy to make. And I was like, oh, I think I'd make this again, but I would, you could add bacon to it. You could like do mm. stuff with it. Um, I'll, I'll link the recipe in the show notes. It was really delicious. I really enjoy the way you eat because you're like healthy, 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 massive cheese pasta. Healthy, healthy, (laughs) healthy, healthy. Like the most indulgent dinner ever. Like it's always, it's so funny. It's so extreme. I love a rich dinner. I just love it. Oh my God. It's so good. Like I did not need pudding after this. Mark didn't even finish his dinner. We were just like, oh my God, this is, I was like, I literally can't eat anymore. Um, But it was very, very good. sounds good. Very tasty. I want want that little round pasta. That reminds me of being sick off school. My mum used to give me that with like a little bit of butter and cheese and oh, Oh. it's so comforting. Mm. Once again, we have made ourselves hungry at 9.54 in the morning. (laughs) I need that pasta. (laughs) I'm going to go and get some, seriously. Okay, let's talk TMI beauty, which... I mean, that means like too much information and I just don't think any of this is TMI. We're calling it that, but actually it should just be stuff that we all talk about because then it will just make it normal, right? Yeah, this is complete clickbait. It's not (laughs) TMI at all. It's stuff that we talk about all the time that we feel it's important to talk about. And you guys had so many questions, so many. Um, Should we kick it off with the one from Jess? Mm -hmm. Uh, They asked, was there peer pressure to first shave your legs or was it your decision? And did you do a sneak? And did you do a sneaky and steal your mum's razor or was there a family discussion about it? Did you ask your sisters to help, lol? See, I just, I was like, Anna's going to have like a story. She's got the best memory ever. <laughs> I, I literally, I messaged my mum and my sisters and I was like, guys, does anyone remember me like shaving my legs for the first time? Because I have no memory of this. Like, I'm like the youngest. No, everyone was like, no, don't remember anything. I was like, great. <laughs> um, I think... I kind of vaguely remember just there being just a shaver and shaving cream in the cupboard. Like there's enough women in my family. Yeah. I think I just stole my sister's. But then my sister reminded me. She was like, I don't really remember you shaving, but I remember a lot of Jolin going on for years. Oh. You know Jolin? Oh, yeah. The that bleaches your hair. I used to bleach my face, my tummy and my back like weekly for years. Yeah. So they really remember that. And then my sister said something which really cracked me up. She was like, oh, I think before you started shaving, you got really into IMAC. 
What was that? <laughs> Imac doesn't even exist anymore. Oh my God, the word Imac. Instantly, I could just smell it. I think they rebranded and turned into Veet. Veet? Yeah, Veet. But I, in my yeah. days, it was called Imac, which stunk. You'd like put the cream on and it stunk and then you'd like shave it off and your hair yeah. would come off. So I did that for years, I think, before I even started shaving. Oh, the smell, it's like the an smell. eggy smell. It's like eggy, but I used to have like the Sainsbury's own version <laughs> that was like lemony. It's like lemony eggs. <laughs> So, so that's my memory of like shaving my legs i don't remember like being like oh god my legs are hairy i should shave i do remember like needing to wear shorts though when i went on holiday because of my bikini line yeah i really remember that for like yeah. many years i wore like shorts bikinis oh yeah i didn't know what to do yeah what about you like what are your memories of shaving so for I the do, first time i do remember imac um veet slash the sainsbury's own lemony eggy version i definitely had that because this thing you're like the third daughter by like quite a bit so you know your parents had already had this your parents had already like had the drama of hair removal whereas for me i'm the first daughter you know the first child so it's like i was so hairy just like so so hairy and i remember maybe about year five year six so how old are you then like nine ten eleven yeah I remember being like, oh my God, I am so hairy and just like not feeling it. And I remember one night I cut off my eyebrows, actually just cut them off. And my mum had to like pencil them in for me. But my mum's not super into makeup. So all she had was a black coal liner. It was like black on one end and then blue, like a metallic blue on the other end. So she had this huge, it was chunky as well, this huge chunky oh. black eyeliner. And she would kind of like dot my eyebrows back in for me. And people were like, what the hell have you done oh to your eyebrows? Did like, she tell you Whoops. off for like cutting them off? No, I think they were just like, oh, you know, you're hairy. It's fine. We get it. Like, what can you do? Like, she's like, just help me. If, if you want me to pencil them in, I'll pencil them back in for you for school. Um, so that was quite mortifying. And then I had one of the main parts in my school plays in year six. I was my- Mabel in Pirates of Penzance and I had a solo. And I had to wear denim shorts. And my legs looked like my dad's legs. And I remember, I think I came home and I think I cried actually. Yeah. And I was just like, please, can I shave my legs? Like, please. I like begged, 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 begged. And my parents were so, because I'm so clumsy. They were so anti me, like having nail polish, owning scissors, like doing anything that I could like destruct things with. So they were like, you can have Veet. Like, so it was a, it was Veet. Cause they didn't trust me with a razor. They were like, you're gonna just cut yourself up. So like you can have some Veet. So I think it started with that. But yeah, it was quite a big, I do remember it being quite a big family discussion of me literally having to like beg my parents and being like, please, please, I'm so hairy. Well, I think that's the difference please. to me and you is that you would go and ask your parents, whereas I just would have done it. Like, there's no way I would, I don't think my, even my eldest sister being the first, I don't think would have gone to my mom to like ask her advice. I think she would just done it secretly in the bathroom. Yeah, I, I think I was too scared to use the razor. This was also the issue. Like, and I, I think my mum had like a lady shave. I, I don't know. I can't remember the exact, this was like 20 odd years ago, but I do remember being mortified and crying and being like, can someone please just oh. help me with my body hair? <laughs> oh God, it's that awkward, like when between 10 and 12, when... And like some, sometimes some girls get it quite young and it's like, you feel too young to be shaving, but also like you're aware you've got hairy legs yeah. and it doesn't feel right compared to your blonde best friend who doesn't have hairy legs. And it's like, it's such a tricky thing to navigate. Like I'm so aware that my niece is going to be there soon. And I'm like, uh, how do we make her not yeah. self-conscious of things? And that's the, yeah. I think my parents just didn't want, they didn't want to make me feel self-conscious. They were like, oh, mm. you're fine. 
fine. Like, don't worry about it. But I, I just knew, I, I just had a feeling deep down that I was like, I feel very uncomfortable in my skin right now. And I feel like this is going to make me feel more comfortable. But my parents desperately wanted to make it not a big deal. But, yeah. you know, I was a drama queen and I was like, you know. I think about this all the time, having a daughter. And I think, I get, I think the balance is letting them know that if they want to do something, do it. Like, I can help. Let me help yeah. you so we can do it properly. So don't yeah. sneak behind my back, but I'm not going to pretend like it's not an issue because if it is to you, then it is to me. That's, there you go. Oh my God. Yes. I'm scared of having a daughter. Terrifying. <laughs> you got many, you got like a good like 10 years. You're fine. You're fine. Unless she's as hairy as I am. Um, Tracy Abbott asks, what is your most horrific hair removal experience? I once had my bits burnt by wax because the technician wasn't oh. paying attention. That was 10 years ago and I'm still mentally scarred. Oh. I feel like I've told my horrible waxing story before on here about going for a wax with my friends and because I'm like 10 times hairier than everyone else, the beautician having to use extra strips on me and then saying it in front of everyone and being like, oh, gonna have to use some extra strips on you. And to this day, like I still can't really bear to wax my bits. I, I think I waxed my bits for my wedding day. Wow, that really is too too much TMI. <laughs> or maybe we were on going on holiday or something and I was just like, okay, fine, I'll wax this many years ago. And oh my God, oh my God. It was, there was one bit that was so painful and I had such like a reaction where I think I almost retched because it was so, it was like, Oh, oh my God, I can, I can like feel it now if I think about it. It was such a horrible bit of pubic hair that was removed. It was so painful. And I actually haven't had my bits waxed since then because I the know. thought of that, it was such a painful rip. It was so, it makes me, it actually makes me feel sick just thinking about it. Oh, but it's because you've been, I'm so pro-waxing down there. It's because you've been shaving for so many years. You've The hair is going to be so much thicker and tougher. It's going to like be so much more painful. Well, now I've got oh. my IPL and honestly, it's changed. The, the hair there is so fine and nothing key compared. Do you do it like everywhere or just on the sides? Just on the sides. Oh, okay. I, I'm not going inside the vagina. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. But just the sides. But it is honestly like down there, it's so much more manageable. I can't even tell you how much it has like changed my life because before I was like, I need to wax. Oh, I can't be bothered. Oh my God, it's so painful. But, but like this just has taken it out of the equation for me. Have you ever had it like fully waxed? What, though? the bum hole? Like, I mean, like everywhere apart from, no. yeah, everywhere. No. I mean, I have to say I was always very anti it. Not anti it, but just like a bit like you are like, nah. Until my friends were like, you just, <laughs> one of my friends like forced me. So I was like, <laughs> okay, I found like a waxing lady that I was like, did, that I felt comfortable with. Anna, it's life-changing. It's life-changing. I mean, I've said it before on Instagram stories. You walk out and you can literally hear the music in your head. You're like, making my dreams. Like, you can't help but like bop your way out because you feel like a different human being. I'm just going to put it out there. Like, if you ever have the guts, tr- especially if you've been like lasering and, you know, I just try it, try it. I always leave like a little strip at the top. This is so TMI. But seriously, life-changing. I do. Just for yourself, not for other reasons. This is not like a sexual thing, I promise you. This is just like how you feel in yourself. I do quite fancy, oh my God, I... What the hell? I can't believe I'm going to say this. I do quite fancy doing the bum hole because my <laughs> beautician lady always said that she feels like you could run really fast. She's like, you yeah. just feel like you could sprint, you could run a marathon. <laughs> See, I don't do bum anymore because <laughs> because 
First of all, I don't think I'm that bad. I don't need it that badly there. But also, it grows back and it's itchy when it grows back. <laughs> so I don't do that. But everywhere else, it's life-changing. Um, I feel like we've moved on to the next question. I'll come back to my horrific hair removal experience in a moment because we're kind of now talking. Josie Ann asked about like how we feel about pubic hair. and We're, yeah. we're literally talking about it now. Yeah. Um, she actually said, like, I've lasered mine off, but... I, now I don't know what to tell my young daughters because when they start developing pubic hair in a few years' time, I want them to be body positive. And it's so interesting because I have a friend who did laser. I haven't done laser down there because when you do laser, you have to shave first. So mm-hmm. I tried it once and I just hate shaving down there so much, especially if you want to do it all. It's awkward and like I needed Rich to help me and I was in all kinds <laughs> of weird angles and I just, I don't like what shaving does to hair. And like, and then when I went for the laser, I was like, this is very intimate, like, this is just, I don't know, wasn't it? I might laser the sides one day. But anyway, I have a friend who lasered down there and she purposely didn't do all the sessions that show that she has a little bit there because she thought the same. She didn't even have kids at the time. And she was like, if if I ever have a daughter, I don't want her to look at me and think, oh, it's normal not to have any. So I do think, mm. yeah, it's, it's a, I'm, I'm really aware of that. That's why I like walk around naked now and yeah. I like show gray normal things because, but I think about, I had my arms lasered and I, I do think sometimes like, well, I don't want grey when she's eventually going to get hair on her arms. I don't want her to think like, oh, why am I hairy and my mum's aren't? Oh, it's the same so with like the curly hair thing. It's really hard because obviously we have our own insecurities as adults, as women. Like I have my own hair issues deep rooted from when I was younger. So although I really want to teach grey to embrace her curly hair, I don't want to have to like change how I like to wear my hair just because of that. It's really yeah. tricky balance, but, but, all of this but like mum thing. Yeah, at the same time, you want her to feel secure yeah. and you don't want to pass your insecurities onto her. Yeah, how can I tell That's her so that curly hair's gorgeous when I'm straightening mine all the time? That's oh, so it's very hard. hard. Yeah, it's really hard. It's, I think, so I think that's a really interesting question. Um, but God, the whole pubic hair thing. So you, sh- I just can't get over the shave. You shave down there. I can't. Yeah, but I don't I need to do it that often now. Oh, now you laser. Yeah. So now I've got the at home IPL. If anyone, I, I have worked with the Braun um, at home IPL thing before. If anyone, like, just full disclosure, we will link it in the show notes. I have done work on it before, but I have used it for years. And so now I just have to like do maintenance because my hair is so thick and so dark. It doesn't. It's not going to get rid of it forever for the rest of my life. So every couple of months, I have to do a bit of a shave and then just laser those bits like do the IPL on those bits at the side but it is so much more manageable before I had thick (laughs) wow thick Mark is listening to me recording this you're like is that what you honestly talked about in today's podcast episode yes I did but it is I have thick I'm I'm super dark haired pale skin like I have very very thick coarse dense (laughs) dense yeah that's horrible (laughs) dense hair all over my body including in that area and so like for me it's so much more manageable because before I would shave and then the next day it would just sprout I think shaving makes your hair grow back thicker I'm convinced of it I mean I've tested I've tested it with epilating and laser and waxing I've had everything and when I shave the hair comes back thicker and tougher yeah that's why I wouldn't shave in certain areas yeah Yeah. but I do shave my legs um and underarms yeah um god I feel like I've tried everything but I find waxing like down there just the best although I have to say which goes back to Tracy's question hot wax which is the one where they put it on and then they kind of peel it off yeah don't have that on your bikini some people say that it's less painful 
but you have to like pick it like unlike oh. a strip which you just pull you have to like almost pick the edges Ugh. before you pull it Mm-mm. and it, i think they pull it slower and i just that's one of my like bad experiences like it's having someone like trying to pick hot wax off like oh. right in there no. and it's like no 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 no, no. No. I also, I used to wax my eyebrows. I now only thread them, but I used yeah. to wax them. And once they pulled off the wax strip and like she said, kind of pulled off the skin, like burnt. Yeah. And I had like a massive scab. And and also my friend told me, she was like, you should never wax because the pulling will like stretch the skin. And it's such a delicate area around your eye. So I've never waxed my eyebrows since then. Since then. Yeah. I, I thread those. I used to wax them as well. And I feel like you just get a nicer shape from threading and occasional tweezing from like someone who knows what they're doing um yeah that's my god can i just say i went to blink brow bar we're never gonna get through this podcast (laughs) it's gonna be a long one i went to blink brow bar and i was like how are they gonna do it now with covid because they normally put the thread in their mouth and they kind of put their head back and forward to pull the thread um she was wearing full mask and visor and everything and i was like how are you doing this and then i realized she's tied the neck the thread around her neck Uh, and they just do it in a different way and it's very clever so clever yeah i mean i'm all for like leaving the professionals to do that but yeah it's i really wish i could just be one of those people that sat there with my pubic hair coming down my legs and i didn't care like that for me would be ultimate like i just wish i could be that person and i don't see anything wrong with being that person if i saw someone doing that be like good for you but for me i just I just can't I just really can't and I I wish I didn't have that but I'm just so hairy and it is one of my insecurities that I just feel more comfortable it's like I just feel more comfortable when I have a layer of fake tan on like I just feel more comfortable in my body if it's a little I was gonna say if it's a little bit neater down there you don't want to see it right now like, yeah, yeah, I was going to yeah, say, it's yeah, not yeah. always like no, that. No, no, I do, I'm quite good at keeping up with bikini wax. Like, I don't just do it for holidays, but mainly because I do it, I think, not for what it looks like. Like, I've been married, for, the rich does not care. Yeah. And I don't ever go anywhere. But I just feel, like, I feel cleaner when I've had it done. You feel like you've got the soundtrack in your head. Yeah. It feels great. It's worth it for that, like, <laughs> couple of strips that's just like, ah! Also, like, once you've had a baby, things like that become way less. I used to, like pull my knickers up to the, from the, on the sides. And now I go in, I just like tame my knickers off and like spread You're my like, legs. I'm like, go for it. <laughs> Speaking Seriously. of babies, Becky asks, Lily, after your C-section, how long did you leave it before any maintenance? I've recently had a C-section too, and I'm scared to take any care in that area. Well, I definitely think I would have left it for like, there was no reason to have it for like six months plus. But I think I went to France when Grey was three months. So I'm, I'm pretty sure I would have had some kind of bikini wax for that. Mm. But I wear swimming costumes. So I definitely would have just waxed the sides and not had like my my usual like full on thing. Um, and I don't think, I remember thinking like, my, my scar's really bad, it's keloid. So I remember thinking like, I don't think I should wax there. Um, and now like the scar's still really bad, it's keloid, but it's, it's not new. What does keloid so, mean? so I scar really easily keloid is when the scar tissue like really raises right so you've probably seen a c-section scar and it's just a line mine's like a huge bulging awful thing and like the only thing you can do for that is like get steroid injections in the future wow and apparently it's so painful but I wouldn't do that till I finish having kids anyway because if I have to have a c-section next time they basically recut the same scar tissue so wow if I have to have it again, I'm just going to be like, please try and do it neat. But um, I, I just scar really easily. Some people do. So I've got a really raised, horrible, ugly scar, but it's very low down anyway. No one sees it. It's just, it can be quite painful sometimes. 
Um, I would probably wax over it now mm. and just, or like, I think I went recently and they kind of did it just above and below. Like no one's really going to see it. So I'm not that bothered by it anyway. I don't wear bikinis. It's kind of low down anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd say be be careful for like six months afterwards. And it depends what kind of scar you have. Yeah. Interesting. Aisha asks, I don't know if it's beauty related, but have you ever tried menstrual cups? I would really love to switch from pads but I'm afraid of cups. This was surprisingly, I think, the only period question. And there is so much to talk about, I think, with TMI period related stuff. Have you tried menstrual cups? No. Now, I'm all for, I really want like the period industry to be more like environmentally friendly. And I try, I try things. I recently tried um, tampons that don't have applicators. Yeah. But I just, I couldn't. I tried, I pushed it up as far as I could possibly go. And then I started walking and I was like, ow, no, that's not, no, I don't understand. I couldn't do it. Um, I don't wear pads. I only wear pads at night. So I wear tampons and day pads at night. I, I just can't get my head around like pouring it and rinsing it. And no, I can't, I can't. I'm sorry, there's some things I find periods, it's a big, it's a big deal to have to have a period every month. And I think it's important if you can make it easy and not like affect your life too much. And yeah. I just know my limits. I know I can't do that. So I did actually see on Instagram the other day, someone had posted a photo of um, a brand that does tampons, but with a cardboard applicator. I can't okay. remember. Well, like Tampax used to do that. Or do they still? I think they, I think they still do. Okay, so, that, so maybe I need to try those again. Yeah, that's the way. It is bad. Or the plastic is bad. Like, yeah. especially I was just talking about David Attenborough, but like, yeah. I feel like there's, there's there's switches you can make in your life. And then some things it's just like, oh, I don't know, like it's too too hard. But definitely if I can find some of the cardboard applicators. So I have tried a menstrual cup. I don't think I've told you my story about it. So I, my sister is really into menstrual cups. Um, I've got a friend as well called Flora. She's super into her menstrual cups. She's always trying like, and that's the thing, people who are into it, like really do an amazing job of spreading the word. They're like, come on. And one year my sister bought me a menstrual cup for my birthday, along with a little saucepan to wash it in purely for my menstrual cup. Cause she's like, you just need a little saucepan to like boil it in. That's just for your menstrual cup and like not for scrambled eggs, you know, like you obviously don't want to get those two things mixed up. So she got me the whole kit. I was like, okay, brilliant. At the time we had a carpeted um, bathroom. We hadn't redone our bathroom yet. And I was just like, I'm just not willing to give menstrual cups a go when I've got a, a beige carpeted bathroom. Like when we change the tiles in here, fair enough. So then we changed to tiles and she's like, hey, have you used your menstrual cup yet? And I'm like, no, no, I still haven't used it. She's like, okay, it's all, all to do with like the folding. And I watched videos of like how to fold it. And I put it up. I wasn't on my period. I just like put it up just to like test it out. I thought my vagina had eaten this cup. I was like, this cup is, it's like my vagina gone. And it was never coming out. It was never coming out. I was like, um, I'm gonna have to go to the hospital and be like, there's a cup up there somewhere and I don't know where it's gone. It's been eaten up. And when I told my other friend about this, who'd also tried it, she was like, oh my God, that's exactly what I thought as well. Like, I think it creates a seal. And then the seal like really pushes it up, like in a, in a good way, in a good way, because obviously it's catching everything. But the first time you use it, it's such a panic. And then the more you panic, the more your vagina's like, you're never getting this out. And it clamps up. It was like a real, my friend had the same thing. And she was like, I thought I was going to have to get my boyfriend in to like excavate it out. I managed to get it out. But I was like, at one point I was like, is Mark going to have to come and like have a poke around and get it out? Like it is, 
it, it's quite a, cause it's just completely new. You've never like used anything like that before. So that whole moment of thinking that a cup was just gone inside me forever. I was just like, I, I that has really freaked me out. And, and I wish it hadn't. And I really, really need to get back into it. Cause the good thing with these cups is you basically just like leave it up there for like many hours and you don't have to unload it that often. <laughs> unload, so it's such a horrible way of putting like, it. Talk to me about the logistics. Like what I've, if you're out and you go to a restaurant, I don't understand how you You don't do need it. to take it out. You need to do it like once a day. So you could always leave it. can't be good it. for you. Just like a pool of blood sitting up <laughs> You there. could always leave it till you go home when you know you're there in your bathroom with everything that you need. Um, so like still still my toilet's quite far from my sink I don't understand how you take it out and then like what you like like scuttle over (laughs) to the sink like also I've got like a baby outside like whinging for me like don't understand the logistics I think it's one of those things once you get into it it's like you do it without even thinking it becomes part of your your routine Um, I just need to get over the vagina sucking thing Um, I just I just I need to keep going with it I know I need to keep going with it but I think do you use tampons yeah I use tampons and I'm the same as you I'm terrible I use the ones with the plastic applicators I need to find cardboard applicators and make that change in yeah my after, life. after having a baby I didn't use them for a while because I did feel like I needed to like let it all come out and like clear do you know what I mean yeah. like sometimes I feel like it's not good to have them like to, I do like change them regularly I have the biggest TMI period question for you yeah and this circulated I started this conversation in my girls whatsapp group a few months ago there's like seven or eight of us all from different parts of the world one in LA there's one in Jamaica and it's just my favorite group for like talking <laughs> yesterday our conversation was about like how gross our hairbrushes are like it's hilarious yeah but this really was quite a controversial <laughs> oh, question god. oh god <laughs> Do you poo with your tampon in or do you take your tampon out to do a poo and then put in a new one? Oh, it's always the first thing I do, tampon out, before I do anything. So yes, yeah, so you don't poo with it in, right? No, I, I would. Go, I go to the loo, I take my tampon out, do whatever I need to do. <laughs> okay. so I'm glad we're the same. Like, I'm in. quite passionate about that. Like, I think once I forgot and it freaked me out and I was like, oh yeah, it's just that you can be done, <laughs> but it freaked me out. But I know people who like, no, they just leave it in. I mean, it, what? I mean, I don't think it makes so much of a difference. It doesn't, but I just was like, I'd never thought about it before. And I think it's really funny that everyone has like totally different opinions on it. I'm a definitely an out, but it is stressful if you've only just put one in and then you need a poo and you're yeah. like, oh, oh no. Also, it's not time. <laughs> period poos are totally a thing. It's an yes. increase of, is it progesterone? There's an increase of a certain hormone in your body and it makes you, and you're like, okay, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah, is actually a thing. I've Googled it. Oh, really? Yeah. I always wondered. It's definitely a thing. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. There you go. My little fun fact of the day. <laughs> this is going to be one of those episodes again where Joel messages us like, wow, I learned a lot today. <laughs> Sorry, Joel. Um, the next question is from Beth. She asks, how do you combat ingrown hairs? I have a recurring one and it drives me mad. Any miracle products? Just, just go back to my thing about not shaving down there. I don't have them. Honestly, though, Tend Skin Solution. I will link it in the show the notes. Blue bottle. Blue bottle. They used to sell it on like Beauty Bay and Cult Beauty, and now you can only get it from Amazon. And I'm really worried that it's going to be impossible to find in the UK. So I like bulk buy it. <laughs> oh my God. It's aftershave for your bits, aftershave for wherever you get ingrown hairs. You shave, you put this on straight after. It stings for like 10 seconds. You will not get ingrown hairs. Like I cannot even. 
I cannot even stress. I cannot even stress this enough. I go through bottles of it. I just went to link it up on Amazon. It was like, you have purchased this four times. Like, it's brilliant. Where where do you get ingrown hairs? I don't know why I don't get them. So you, if you do shave, when I do shave pre-IPL, I just do a little like, I just get it on a cotton pad, like one of those little bamboo pads, and I just douse the areas that I've just shaved in it and you will not get one ingrown hair. I have not suffered. Do you get them hairs. on your legs? No, I, d- I don't get them. Oh, so it's just bikini line. Just bikini line. But some people might, some people might get them under their arms, like in their yeah. pits, whatever. But with that stuff, oh, oh my word. Oh my word, it's amazing. So good. Are ingrown hairs, like when you see like a little bit of hair, but it's kind of like under the Yeah, skin. and it kind of gets a bit raised. It looks a bit like a spot almost, but your hair's gone. See, I get them when gone. they're not raised. Yeah, gone. but they're just, it's almost like you see hair and you're like, I can't get to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ingrown hair. It's so, so annoying. So annoying. 10 yeah. skin guys, buy a bottle, thank me later. It is. Does it sting? It's, it stings for like 10 seconds. It's right. It's so not bad. Um, Ashley asks, can I ask, did either of you ever experience bullying slash name calling due to appearance? I was bullied for my moles and I'm also very pale with dark hair. So I was bullied for my hairy arms. I still shave my arms to this day. Love the podcast. It's so interesting how like, I was watching Amelia's video yesterday, Amelia Liana. She did a video and she was talking about my mole video. She's talking about her insecurities and how like a boy once said to her like pass the football to the girl with the big nose and it's like gave her an insecurity for life and like it's so can which is mm-hmm. why i think it's so important to like raise kids to be nice to other kids because it just takes that one comment i luckily i don't think i have anything that like stands out as like a big memory but and i went to a girl's secondary school which i think kind of helped in a weird way because i think boys can be a bit more like cruel than girls in that way um but from primary school, I definitely had like the odd boy say that like something to do with like being hairy or mold, frizzy hair, big teeth, things like that. Little comments here and there that gave me insecurities, but compared to people I know, not like major bullying. No. Yeah. See, I've spoken about this before, the time that um the Martin Bashir documentary was on and oh, everyone yeah. said that it looked like Michael Jackson. Why do you think I prefer like wearing a layer of fake tan? Do you know what I mean? Like that's obviously like deep rooted in me somewhere. I was called monkey girl because of the hair on my body. And like you, Ashley, I shave my arms as well to this day. Um, I shave my arms. I shave my back. I shave my toes. I shave my legs. <laughs> oh, is... yeah. Toes. 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 You forget to do that. <laughs> Whoa. Like, in, a, in a flip-flop. <laughs> toes. Toes. <laughs> like, they have to be done for yeah. me. My back. Like, like everywhere. I just shave every, my belly. Every single part of my body I shave or IPL or remove in some way, shape or form. Um, so yeah, it's, you're like you said, and the only way that you can combat that is to bring up children that are nice to other children and not rude and make remarks about appearance because it does sit with you. And it, I mean, yeah, we're talking 20 years later and this is still something like, why am I still shaving my arms? Like, why do I care? Why do I care? Like, I don't even, this horrible boy who said that to me, I don't even know him. I have not seen him for like 15 years of my life. Like, why am I still doing it? So Yes, I have. And it's definitely something that still sits with me. And I feel you, Ashley. I feel you. It's so like, I remember when someone told me like, <clears throat> when you're pregnant, you get more hairy because the hormones. And that, that was like my biggest pregnancy fear, like out of everything. How ridiculous. That's crazy. So yeah. crazy the things that stick with you. Um, Kiara asks, hi, Anna. Not so much TMI, but as a fellow psoriasis sufferer, can you let us know the things that work best for you? 
right psoriasis oh my god I was literally looking at my psoriasis on my legs in the mirror yesterday and I was like oh my god it's got so much worse I'm like because of winter winter stress like it's it's one of those things it it is very much linked to stress um we can be grateful for Kim Kardashian who has normalized psoriasis which is great we love that and that's why I don't like I would never um airbrush out my psoriasis in a photo that kind of thing like it's quite a common thing lots of people have it and I didn't wear skirts for so long and I'm still not really like a skirt or a dress person am I? I'm very much like a jeans in the summer kind of person but I'm just like the older I get you just have to let it go and actually the sun is really good for my psoriasis like if I'm on holiday my psoriasis looks far better it loves a bit of seawater seawater the sun it kind of loves it and it it does a really good job of clearing up the worst of it so I have psoriasis on my um, shins on my elbows and a bit through my hair and also um well on my scalp um and on my ears as well um I really find obviously going to a GP and getting the good shit is like the best um but I kind of go and they prescribe me like a, a really intense steroid cream and I use it and it kind of get rid, gets rid of it. But then it just comes back the minute that I stop using that really intense cream. So I'd rather like not go down that route. Um, I find the Biosense 100% squalene oil is really, really good for my legs. Um, it doesn't get rid of it. That's the thing. Like the only thing that gets rid of it for me is to go to the doctors and get like the properly prescribed stuff. It just kind of manages it in that it doesn't get really placky and build up. Um, and it just kind of calms the redness down a bit. I don't find it makes it any worse. So I use that on my legs and on my um, elbows. Through my hair, Nizoral is brilliant. It's like an anti-dandruff shampoo. It works so, so well. Um, like that's, that kind of clears up straight away in my scalp. And then on my ears, I use the Kiehl's Seeker, like Seeker Repair Cream. Some kind of like Centellery Seeker Repair Cream of any brand works really well on my ears. I just need, an oil's quite hard to apply on your ears, so I need a cream. It's just a bit easier to apply. But it's one of those things I kind of, I'm always going to have it. I've had it since I was like 15, 13. Um, yeah, I'm just always going to have it. And there's moments where it's worse. There's moments where it gets a bit better. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's all just jet off on a little psoriasis holiday and um, get a bit of vitamin D on ourselves. <laughs> Would something like light therapy work on it? Like, yeah, I've I've heard that that can work. I've heard of people getting sunbeds, like literally for their psoriasis. That is not something that no, I would that. condone yeah. personally. Um, there's definitely like new treatments out there. I was actually just sent something from a brand. Oh, is it called Pharmology? Yeah. yeah, I was just sent something from um, a brand to like give a go and there was some famous person who was saying that worked really well for them. So I'm like I mean, always yeah, up to trying I've new got, things. I've obviously got eczema and they're quite closely linked. Mm-hmm. I'd really recommend like if you ever can to go see Dr. And, uh, Dr. Marto, who's the oh. lady removed by Mars. She's a dermatologist and she's amazing with all things skin and she might be able to recommend things. Like Ooh. I know what you're saying about the steroid creams and it coming back, but there are certain creams I've got for my eczema that are more about like repairing the skin so it doesn't come back and like things like light therapy and my sister, my whole family have, my dad and my grandma have psoriasis as well and my brother-in-law and it's really tricky to keep on top of but I would definitely recommend like going to see a specialist if you can. Mm. Oh, love that. We're we're like, have you got her details? Would you share her details? Yeah, she's great. She's so great. Amazing. Rachel asks, facial hair and especially the tash. What have you tried over the years? What have you learned? And what do you do now? 
So I used to Imac. <laughs> Good old Imac. Like, yeah. Jolin for many years. Because I was like, there actually isn't that much. Maybe I could, but then you can kind of see the blonde hairs. Yeah. I found that waxing made me so spotty. Mm-hmm. So I stopped that. I did that for a while and actually it just really made me so spotty. And then I did laser for a bit. I'm lucky because I've got dark hair and fair skin. I'm like the perfect candidate for laser. I know friends of mine who have blonde hair find it really frustrating that they can't do laser. And then after doing laser, it kind of just hasn't really come back that badly. Like I think because it's such fair hair, like a few zaps and it's kind of gone. Um, There's also those like Shiseido kind of shaving razor things I think are quite good for face related stuff. It doesn't seem to grow back stubbly when I do that. Like if I ever do it on my face. That that's, was kind of almost every hair removal that I just listed there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was a very inclusive list. Um, I've done the facial like razors and I like swore by those for a while, but I do think that was making me spotty. Um, mm. You know how people do like dermaplaning and like shave their whole face. Like I feel like, yeah, my face feels great and so smooth for like two, three days and then I get a bit spotty and a bit like yeah. congested. And I was like, it has to be because of that. Um, I've got the, it's called the Flawless Pro Facial Hair Remover. And it's like a little kind of mini electric razor almost that like oscillates. That's really good for just getting like the top of the tash and any sort of like peach fuzzy bits. Um, But again, I'm not sure if if that is something that causes, I don't know. I'm not sure if my skin like 100% agrees with that. So I kind of tend to do that and then do a zap of the, brawn IPL like on my bits on the side and I feel like that does a really good job of like keeping you've it got to bit. go you've got to go do proper laser like you're the perfect person for it I've started a course with a machine called Soprano Ice and it's amazing because it's totally pain-free and it like really works so well like the hair hasn't I've only had like two sessions and the hair isn't coming back already that's amazing because I like after having gray I've got so many hairs under my chin like something I never ever used to have and I now get that on my face as well. It just, it works. Like, who can be bothered to just continuously shave? I know. That is like my dream. One one day, like maybe for mm. my birthday, one year yeah. I'm just going to treat myself and be like, I'm going to do laser this year. I'm surprised you haven't already. It's so like up the street. Like, It'd be such a good definitely. investment for me. There's a clinic that I go to called New You, N-U-Y-U. And it's really, really good. I really recommend Ooh. it. Oh, Atisha asked, does anyone trim their nasal hairs? I always feel awkward trying to figure out the best methods also, thank you so much for normalizing hair removal and talking about it and promoting such positive body image vibes to everyone listening. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I left out the last sentence because I felt I get embarrassed with compliments. Oh, she said you're both amazing something. role models. Lots of love. Thank you. That's really sweet. It was weird reading out. that out. <laughs> Lily flashy. That's really sweet. I don't, also, I don't get nasal hairs, like <laughs> ones that stick out. But I know you can get little machines that you stick up and it goes, okay, and, like, catches them. Here's the thing. If you have nasal hair that you wish to get rid of, that's fine, as Mm. I do, you need to get yourself a nasal hair trimmer. Like, you just need to get it. Like, the little things that you stick up that your dad and your granddad have, just get it up there, get your own. I actually asked my guy friends, um, they they were around one time, and I was like, what nasal hair trimmers do you have? And one of them sent me the link. They were like, oh, this is the one that you need. Because Mark is a very, like fair-headed boy like he's not super hairy um one of my guy friends was like oh yeah i'm super hairy i use a nasal head trimmer i think it was my friends and then also i asked my cousin as well like my guy cousin he was like oh i use the same one it's a panasonic nose hair trimmer i'll link it down below for you it's amazing the first time i used it i couldn't stop looking in the mirror because i was just like 
I, I no longer have nose hair that like pokes out at the end of my nose. I felt like a brand new woman, a brand new person. If that's what you want to do, I'm just all do for you, it. Do you not need your nose hairs? Like stop but, you getting things up your nose or is it yeah, right? Yeah, but it's getting the ones around the edge. It's getting like right. a steep. So it doesn't like take them all. It just like no, gets the ones no, no. hanging out. Oh my God, I would never, you know, you do the thing with like the waxing. And the wax. Put, no. no way. No, no. You need your nose hairs. They're there is for a tickle? reason. They're filters. Like, you know, you need a bit up there. Um, but the bits around the, the front front, a nose hair trimmer, it will change your life. I actually felt brand new. Lily, was that your belly? That Humbling. was my stomach. Oh Sorry. My yeah. I had Cocoa Pops. I ate. <laughs> Does it tickle when you when you do it? No, not really. No. No, it's I'm quite lucky. I don't know why I'd, I mean not like I mean, like I said, I've never just so you know, who asked, Atisha, I have never ever looked at another girl, woman, and thought, Ooh, she's got no. nose hairs. So just just to like, because I know we're talking about a lot of hair removal here. Like this is all our own insecurities. Yeah. You do you. If you want to remove it, remove it. Like Anna said, but just know that no one else is noticing these no. things that we notice on ourselves. No one's going, oh, she's got hairy arms. She's got nasal hair. Like, no. This no is one what I've had to like program into my brain as well. Because if you do like, say you pluck your eyebrows with a really magnified mirror, no one is looking <laughs> at you under a magnified no. mirror except for you no one and I get like right into my like bikini line and I'm looking at it and I'm like oh my god like it's got a bit stubbly or like there's a little no one is looking that close at your no. bikini line like no one is looking between your legs unless it's your sister often like I'll be driving and my sister will look at me and be like whoa that chin hair is wild <laughs> But no one else. No one else. And it's your sister. Like, who cares? It's fine. Yeah. Um, Sneha asks, my absolute topic. I epilate some bits, shave others, thread others all at home. Wondering what are your must-leave-to-the-expert bits and areas suitable for self-grooming? So, like, what do you leave to the professionals and what do you do at home? I've always gone to get my eyebrows done. I just, I'm not, I'll over-tweeds, I'll do it wrong, like, even when I used to get waxed and now threading, I don't touch my eyebrows um, unless it's like lockdown and I need to tweeze a few. <laughs> um, I've always gone to get my bikini done. Like I said, wax, like I can't really reach there. Like it's just quicker and easier. Um, and I think that's kind of it. Like facial hair, I think as well, is something if I'd go and like have laser or something like that. But other than that, the rest you can kind of do at home. Yeah, I'm kind of mostly at home, but I agree with Lily. Like for many years, I, well, I cut my eyebrows off when I was like nine. And from that point on, I've had a very tumultuous relationship with my brows of like growing back and then just having like one single line of a single hair and then tadpole (laughs) brows and then sperm brows. Like I've literally had it all with the eyebrows. Um, And also the funny thing is, is you can go to professionals. Like I've gone to professionals for maybe like the last five years but then when you find the one I now look at my brows from like three years ago like on a wedding day or something and I'm like oh my brows are so much better now than they were then like it's all about finding the right person honestly Claire the perfect brows she's based in Brighton she has people come from London to come see her Lily Chichester they come to see her like she is that good people come from far and wide she's like the Pied Piper of eyebrows like when you find that person that gets your brow vision you stick with them. You really, really do. Mm. Um, so yeah, I feel quite strongly about literally just Claire and only Claire. No one else. Yeah. I'm quite lucky that growing up, one of my best friend, Keisha, her mum's a beautician. So from like an early, she was like the first one to give me like a leg wax. So Aww. it was really nice that I could like do it in her house. Um, and she always said to my brow about my brows, she was like, you've got lovely full brows. Like don't ever let anyone make them too thin. Like 
if you ever get them done, like only tidy up the underneath and the middle, don't touch the top. Yeah. So I've never, ever touched the top of my brows. Even though I know it's trendy to like do the top and have it more defined. Like I think that's what makes them stay looking like natural. Yeah. So I just always hear that in the back of my yeah, mind. Stick to the professionals for sure. Sarah asked, how do you feel about wrinkles and aging? Could you see yourself trying out Botox, for example? Oh, this is very interesting. So neither Lily or I have had Botox or any type of filler or injectable or anything like that before. Um, I will never forget, maybe like three years ago, I was doing like a front facing um, talkie IG (laughs) Instagram story. And someone was like, oh my God, Anna, seriously, you're like such a good candidate for Botox. Like go do you, go to yourself a favor, <laughs> go get some <gasps> Botox done. And what do you know? Like I don't really do front facing camera <laughs> talkie IG no. stories <laughs> Fuck no, but It's one of those things when, when once someone tells you, they're like, oh, you'd be a really good candidate for Botox. It's like, cool. Now all I see when I talk close up in a camera are my forehead wrinkles. So cheers for that. But foreheads have wrinkles. What In what world have we started to think that they shouldn't? I know, I know. I wouldn't rule it out, but we've always said like, if we were to do anything like that, we would be super open and honest because I feel like I then couldn't tell you about some amazing cre- face cream if I've actually got a load of Botox I haven't told people about. Um, but I, I feel like for now, I'm just like, you know what? Wrinkles, it's, you're lucky. You're lucky to age. Not everyone gets to age. So like... I'm not sure I want to be like a perfectly ironed out image of myself. I don't know. It's such a it's such a tricky one because I'm all for people doing what makes them feel good. Yeah. Anything against people having Botox, but personally for me, and I, again, like never say never. Like who knows if I start feeling really insecure, like how you're having my teeth done, like that's fine. But I look at older women, and I look at with people who have had work. And I think, well, you look like you've had work. And I look at people who haven't. And I just think you look, I don't know. I think I prefer, and I look at my mom and my grandma and it's nice. Like you said, foreheads are meant to have lines. And I don't know. I just hate how we've come to this world where we like look at celebrities who haven't had work and be like, oh God, they've aged. Yeah. I Like, it, it, good. I'm glad they've aged. I don't know. I just think I like it's nice to look natural maybe it's hard because we ultimately have a very weird job where we spend like a lot of time looking at photos of ourselves videos of ourselves images of ourselves and I think if I didn't have this job would I would I be thinking about Botox no probably not so it's like I don't want to get Botox just because I'm like oh I'm in this industry and like I look at photos of myself and I'm feeling like I would look better with it like that's not really what I want to do like yeah um yeah I'm, I'm the same as you i'm if people want to go get it go get it i'm not going to sit here and judge you for it like that is a personal decision based on what everyone wants to do themselves but i think for me yeah like you said never i'm never never say never i'm not gonna be like i would never go do that i'd never go get botox but it's right now i feel like i i kind of just want to go the, the natural route you know like lots of good skincare and spf so I feel like once you start, you have to keep going. It's not permanent. It's like constantly having these things down your face. I'm just not sure how good that can be to be putting this like stuff in your face forever and ever and ever. And there's always that awkward like two week period where you can't really like move and make any expressions. And I'm like, expressions are such a huge part of life. Especially now we're wearing masks. Like, I know. I don't know. When I've seen other people do it and I'm like, their head's not moving. I, doesn't fe- I don't feel like the same. 
I don't know. It's such a, it's such a weird one. Like, who knows? Maybe we'll change our mind one day. But for now, like, I'm embracing the changes. After having a baby, Anna's just so like, me and Lily are both just like we're like yeah, but we're just wriggling our foreheads. Look at it. After you have a baby, your ch- face changes so much. No one tells you this. Your nose like widens. Oh god. Your face like just kind of it changes. So that's that was quite weird to deal with, but. I just don't, I don't feel the pull to have injections in my face right now. I think there's enough other things I've got to do. I think that's a good way of putting it. Right now, I don't feel the pull. That's a good way of yeah. like. Just so you know, Anna, I have never looked at you and thought like, oh my God, you've got lines on your forehead or eye. Like, look, now you're laughing now and you've got a few lines by your eyes. And it's so nice. You just look happy and smiley. If you didn't have those, you would look. They're, they're called laughter lines. Do you know what I mean? It's because yeah. you're laughing. It's because you're like, you have fun as a person. Let's like, yeah. let's embrace that. Yeah. So the final question comes from Helen and she says, dry scalp problems. I have a persistent problem and have tried coconut oil masks, switching to an SLS free coconut shampoo and washing my hair only twice a week. My cousin said my hair looked like the stars. Got to love kids. Got to love kids. I think me and Anna are both quite dry people (laughs) and especially in winter. I find that my hair is like fine until like today it gets suddenly gets greasy and then it gets so itchy and so dandruffy like it's crazy Mm -hmm. um yeah switching to an SLS free shampoo and conditioner also sulfate free is good as well the best product I found for this is the Philip Kingsley it's called itchy scalp shampoo oh that stuff is good I like that stuff really good yeah yeah, I need actually more. Um, I find that really helps. And just, I, I know that I have to wash my hair more frequently. Like I can't let it get to that like fourth yeah. day because then I get so like so many bits and stuff. Um, it's so annoying. Yeah. But I think a lot of people have it. It's quite normal. It's very normal. As I mentioned, I have uh, psoriasis on my scalp. So when that flares up, I do the Nizarau shampoo and I'll kind of do that and then do my Sunday shampoo, do that, do my Sunday shampoo. So I kind of just incorporate it into my routine. Also the Vichy and the anti-dandruff shampoo. That's really great because you can get it for dry hair or oily hair. So it's quite nice because you feel like you can tailor it a bit to your hair type whilst also, you know, finding a solution for um, dandruff as well. So when I when I do find myself getting dandruffy, I just incorporate that into my routine and I just sort of use my normal shampoo, but then that one and just sort of because the Sunday shampoo is really them. clarifying so I find that dries out my head quite a bit I have to like use that really sparingly if I ever do oh see I love it my hair is uh, my hair my scalp yeah it's hard because I've got psoriasis but then my hair is yeah. oily so it's like I love the Sunday shampoo it clarifies so well but just every now and again maybe like twice a year I just need to do a course of nice yeah. or a course of Vichy and it like gets rid of it completely. that's good so that would be my top tip cool so that's everything those are some really good questions i really liked that episode that's fun i hope you enjoyed that of me going in depth about the waxing that i'd like to get done on my bum hole like wow we really we went deep and me and me talking about pooing <laughs> with tampons in <laughs> oh my god open books open books that was that was really fun to do so thank you so much to all of your questions remember to join the at home with facebook group to join in the conversation and sending your questions for upcoming episodes and don't forget to rate review and subscribe on apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use you can find us on instagram i'm at lily pebbles and anna is at anna edit dm us let us know what you thought of this episode we love reading your messages thank you to our producer and editor joel grove and don't forget to tune in next thursday for a new episode speak to you then have a good week bye, bye. oh i'm hungry <laughs> <laughs>